0: okay oh my goodness so we are Back live after doing a
1: two-parter. Yeah! One, two, one, two. Now we're back for just a one-parter. A fun little Christmas episode, if you will, because it is the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas! Happy holidays,
0: everybody. Happy holidays. I hope you had a good Hanukkah. I hope you had a good... Whatever you celebrate or you're about to celebrate or don't or, or, don't, or don't, don't celebrate. <laughs> yep. Some people are choosing that this year which 100% understand and I'm a little on board with. Um either way, but not on this podcast. That's my personal feelings on this podcast. We are going to talk about uh holiday themed bars and restaurants today uh-huh. and guess who you're listening to? Sidework Podcast
1: everybody. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, guys, I'm your guest. <laughs> Andrea Wallace. Jingle jangle. Oh, my God. You just said I'm your guest. Oh, did I? Andrea Wallace. Yeah. I don't but know what's going okay. on do with I, me. No. Do you want me to host and you be the guest? Yeah. I kind of, of maybe that's where I'm going. I don't know why I say these things. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. You're my we don't have a guest. <laughs> We're equals. No guest today.
0: Um, I do have a uh, there's a catering update. You saw me
1: break down in tears at uh, <laughs> breakfast last Saturday I did it, yeah <laughs> yeah there was a brunch emergency of emotion that came out of Burke Van Poplin, but it was it needed to happen a, a bunch of uh, friends were there for her in the moment uh, I hope things have gotten better since then yes absolutely I think after
0: my initial you know glowing feedback which I still stand by the gig that I was at then I of course got you know Kind of had to come face to face with the other side of catering, which I did a little more of, which is just being the smiling toad who asks people if they want a meatball, and that mm-hmm. like <laughs> I didn't honestly,
1: you don't even need to ask me if I like. You didn't even have to ask Brooke. I want a meatball, and everybody I... wants a meatball. Exactly. Do I you... think moving forward, if you want to be, the, you, know... you want the meatball tray. You want like the good stuff. You want
0: something where you don't have to explain what it is, you know, just you just walk by with things that people take. I realized I was being friendlier than I felt comfortable being <laughs>
1: friendly with. Um <laughs> ah! Yeah, I assume you just have to be like I have to detach now, like and go yes. to the place. Like, yeah. It's
0: it's because I obviously care and want to do a good job right. for someone else's I holiday want party people, and for please. my Right. I I for I forgot to disassociate. Yeah, Um, Yeah, you got to leave
1: that vessel. You got to leave your meat (laughs) vessel uh, and serve meat balls. Balls. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Escape the meat sack, the prison of your body so you can serve meatballs. Um, But yes, I I did have a moment after my fourth time going around asking people if they wanted a cookie where I was like, I'm 45. What <laughs> happened? Why do I live in LA? I do really
1: like how like when you asked someone if they wanted a cookie the first time it was like full of hope and like throughout the night it <laughs> kept just being like, do you want a cookie? Like Please like, take a like you're like, do you ask me if I I want a cookie, or are you questioning your own life like right now? That cater reader looks like she's having a crisis. Yeah, oh, bro. it's
0: okay. It's fine. No. It's all right. I'm still trying to get um, a server job elsewhere. Try and yes. clean up for the end of the year if I can, and well into. I'm this. I'm like, I'll take a January slump if that's what you got for
1: me, people. I mean, I think it just just harkens back to you that shit is
0: fucked right now. Oh. One hundred percent. Anyways, how y'all doing? Is this a weird holiday for you? Get get at us. We we've got the hugs and the love. We are one hundred percent on the whole. Like, Mm -hmm. um, what kind of homemade present would you like for me? Sort of train, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I get like I get some I get some store credit at work. Uh, quarterly, and my uh, family members will be getting skincare products because I don't have to pay for them. I mean, technically, oh. I work for them, but anyway, it's like a bargain deal. They don't listen to uh, anything that I do artistically or you know perform, so they're not going to know. It's not going <laughs> to spoil anything. <laughs> right on!
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> Happy okay. Holidays. It's- Happy holidays, everyone.
1: Christmas. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's. Let's, let's jump into some headlines, shall we? Yes. This one is...
0: It's yeah. sort of... This one's a It's lot. sort of everything. This sort of, like, sums up the whole reason we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so this headline simply... From the New York Post, if you've seen it circulating, this has been around for a few weeks. The headline of this post says, "Woman who threw burrito bowl at a Chipotle worker is sentenced to work at fast food oh, restaurants. Jesus
1: Christ! This is a 39-year-old uh, uh, female woman, human, a 39-year-old person uh, yeah. who basically had a she had an issue with her like dumb Chipotle burrito bowl, which like I I, I don't know if it like didn't look right to her. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Chipotle person, but no, I've had a bowl before no. and it's just a bunch of crap in one bowl. It's like mounded on there. She had an issue with it and she violently hurled it into Emily Russell, the co- the worker behind the, the, behind the counter right into her face. Attacking yep, and
0: her. as someone who has eaten one in the last two weeks, uh, they're hot. Okay. That is hot rice and beans. Yeah. Flaming hot beans yeah. thrown in someone's face. Yeah, um, that's hot. Regardless. Pre pre diarrhea. Hot pre diarrhea. Oh god! It, and it doesn't matter if the food was cold. She threw a burrito bowl. In an employee's face. Right. yes. Basically having an adult tempy-tanty. Uh, um, a and an attack. Yes, Yeah. yes. It's assault. Uh, this was in Ohio, in case you were curious. Parma, Ohio. So, And this video is out there, too. And what I do like are definitely some of their customers came to, like, grab this woman who had her temper tantrum and to be like, hey, 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 you come here. And, you know, she was having... A day, I'll tell you what. But um, so she was sentenced. A local muni- municipal court judge Timothy Gilligan said to her during her sentencing, "This is not the real Housewives of Parma." Oh dear, yeah, because they're in Parma, Ohio, and right. he said her behavior is not acceptable. Um, she tried to just keep going on, be like, "But my food looked disgusting." And he's like, "Nope, shut it. Nope, no comments about how your food looked. Like your behavior does it makes no sense." um and you know she, like literally tried to get sympathy points to be like it's like bitch if you didn't know chipotle was disgusting to begin with then i don't know, i don't know how to help you well, i think
1: you. it is it like doesn't really matter it's just like that's just not how you handle a situation like you don't yeah. violently attack somebody yeah yeah yeah
0: it's it's so crazy um but basically
1: <laughs> the judge then goes on to say if you thought that was
0: disgusting i bet you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail ouch ouch Lamp. indeed Um, So but then he went on to basically have a brilliant idea, which is the kind of sentencing you and I would dole out. Am I right? Mm -hmm. This judge, we should get this judge on the podcast
1: what yeah I mean I think so so basically like uh in order to reduce her jail time like sentence like where she'd be incarcerated she was sentenced to work at a fast food restaurant to lessen her sentence yep 20 hours a week for at least two months I mean here's the thing like I I I, this has to come with a lot of parameters in my opinion you're just gonna be like depending on where she goes to work will it be a chipotle will it not be a chipotle i think it just has to be a food fast food restaurant you know mm-hmm. how is she being monitored like i think she should just have to clean things the entire time personally like i don't think she should be able to do like i don't know i feel like it should be like she should be giving like the grunt work personally <laughs> sure like like
0: scraping all the well i don't know no i think i also think a healthy dose of grunt work but I think the point is to be public facing and to see how sure. demeaning it can feel as is and then that you do not also need someone screaming at you and then throwing their food in your face which by the way I keep seeing more videos of like crazy women and driving up to a Starbucks cross you know um drive through and they're like Fucking expensive escalades or whatever, and like throwing drinks in the barista's face through the drive through window because one little thing was
1: like, what is going on, people? Uh, people are, you know, I think you were what do they call it? Late stage capitalism. I think that's the term popped hey. around yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, who knows? People are on-edge for over the smallest little things. Uh there's, yep. you know, I personally would never, could never in a million years. I don't know. We'll see what happens if I get old and get dementia. You know, I'm already like using the wrong words when introducing myself on a podcast, guys. And as you guys know, if you listen a lot, I misuse my words a lot. But I hope I never get to that point, you know, but the, again, this person is 39 years old. I, I mean, what the actual fuck, you know? Yeah. Everybody yeah. Well, good news.
0: Uh, the employee who did get the burrito bowl launched
1: at her, uh, switched to a different
0: job. And she does feel that, you know, justice was doled Great. out, awesome. you know, got jail time and having to work in a fast food restaurant, Um, you know. I, I like this judge's style, trying to get um, this big, big baby to learn a sense
1: of empathy moving forward. So. Absolutely.
0: What's this? Ah!
1: Well, let's bop into this other one, too, shall we? Um, this one's great. We kind of talked about this at brunch on Saturday. But, like, I didn't realize, like, who was behind it. Exactly. Until, yeah. Okay, the so the plot
0: the plot just thickened because uh, we've talked about this. Oh my
1: god, I know when I saw this headline, I was like, "Haven't we already covered this?" The answer is like sort of. Okay, so are you guys ready for the world's first automated, fully AI powered restaurant to open? Are you guys yep. ready?
0: Are you ready? And Andrea and I can go there. It's a stone's throw from Jesus where Christ. we it's live, in Pasadena,
1: guys. We're once done. again. Dreams come true. Um, I mean, that's like real JPL shit over there. You know what I mean? A lot of robotic stuff. That's like Caltech. It's like, you know, rock star technology coming out. So this company, um, which we've already talked about, Flippy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, so Flippy is like the automated machines, like the big robotic arms that come in and they flip the burgers and they dunk the fries and they pick them back up, is behind this company, um, and they're basically called. So they're coming, calling the company Cali Express by Flippy. Um, it's partnering with Miso Robotics and Pop ID. So if you're ordering through AI, and then you can watch your order being made through AI, right? Mm-hmm. Right, that's all happening. Total automation until you get your food. But like, are they bringing you your food too? Like, yeah, this they like did. It's fuzzy. Is it all robots?
0: I know it says completely AI. So you just you do a touch screen. Flippy makes your food, and then they do already have the robots who come to your table and you know lay your tray down. Um, so but
1: for- like if you ask to talk to a manager, does like a robot with a tie come on out onto the floor like I'm just right i'm i like there's gonna have to be human beings somewhere right like i I mean someone's
0: gotta be the overlord of the machines, yes, right, but, you know, maybe they they are behind a, a darkened window somewhere in the establishment and they try and you know stay as. Hands off as possible I don't know I, Like I Just for, for the purpose Of research On our, our part I would like to go see it It's probably not a lot of money To just get a burger mm-hmm. And then we can report back um, mm-hmm. Our feelings mm-hmm. But here's, here's I have a question for you guys Which would you prefer A burger Fast food served to you By Flippy mm-hmm. Or Rosemary Hayne From Parma, Ohio Who <laughs> just got sentenced <laughs> To work in a fast food restaurant
1: I Oh yeah, that's true. I guess I just am realizing how like these stories really correlate. But also she's a bit can I say she's a bit of a flippy? She flipped flipped, flipped, flipped. Hello Hello. Yeah, that's definitely good. Yeah, she's the oh yeah. Uh human flippy. Um, but I I (laughs) I mean this is obviously like saving money, making more efficient product, like you know, but it's taking away jobs, right? It does take away like, jobs. And, like,
0: we all know that this is the kind of employment that so many people in America rely on, either as their first and main job or as their second job. And right. That's,
1: it- pisses me off. Look, this is essentially Vincent Price's workshop and Edward Scissorhands, guys. This is what we're going, you know, instead of like little sugar cookies, we're going to see basically, you know, burgers being made. And you know what? If there's a Johnny Depp that comes down off the hill and he is just like part his hands are part spatulas, you know, I might Mm -hmm. I might go there, Brooke.
0: I hear you. Uh, <laughs> I, I also realized Edward Scissorhands, I think is like one of my favorite holiday movies. I, it's it's not a Christmas movie. That
1: way. Well, this is. is kind of the year where people are like, this is a Christmas movie. I'm saying it is. And I think Edward His- Scissorhands is absolutely a Christmas movie that is underrated and should be played. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Idiot. Now I want to watch that later. <laughs> I was like,
0: Oh my gosh. I was <laughs> I, like, my niece has a, as, as you can understand, um, her and many girls of her age seven and a half almost eight all have like real severe crushes on Jack Skellington mm-hmm. uh, I was too old already when the movie came out but I was like hell yeah girl I get you wait till you're a few years older and dad lets you watch Edward Scissorhands get ready for a new oh. genre of crush because I'm like you're already proving yourself to be a little goth just like your Auntie Brooke Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Edward hands. I was like, I love him, and I'm attracted to uh-huh. him, and I want to protect him uh-huh. at all costs.
1: Uh-huh. I'll wrap your, yeah. let's wrap him around me, wrap those hands around me. Oh, oh, here we go. Statement by Callie, expressed by Flippy Kitchen, can be offici- says it can be efficiently managed by a smaller crew, offering a less stressful atmosphere compared to competing restaurants while ensuring above average wages. See, this is the thing. And I, I think mm, there, there's right. got to be a crew. Like, I But I just want to see, like, I want to see, like, the Cisco truck, truck roll up. And I want to see, like, the Cisco driver, like, being confused, having to, like, interact with robots. Like, it's to me, it's a very Star <laughs> Wars situation. You know what I yes. mean? But then comes, you know, it doesn't come without robot bias and straight up, like, robot racism, which is pretty heavily, like, I think, put out there yeah. in Star Wars. In my opinion. Like
0: the, Yeah, 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 machinism, mechanism. I don't know machinism.
1: what would call Machinism. That. That's yes. A, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, for sure. But I don't know. I mean, we're we're totally going though, right? <laughs> yeah, we we got to go do research in the 2024. The 2024. Put it on the old bingo card. All right, guys. Well, let's you know, we got we got one. Let's so let's get into it. Our server submitted a story. Yes. Yay. Okay, so we got this one coming in hot. Here we go. Ladies, you warmed my heart and made me laugh while reliving my tales of the first world struggle. Much to my delight, and in an odd coincidence, you plugged my story in the most perfect complimentary subject, aviation. All right. I never entered the world of flight attending. A two-hour event with a terrible (laughs) table is enough. I can't imagine venturing on a 10-hour or more flight in the, with the same asshole people. However, I have an interesting spin on hospitality in the aviation industry. My journey began... When I took that exit from restaurants and entered the niche world of air ambulance, I utilized my pre-med degree and combined it with my multitasking skills that I developed in restaurants and ultimately became Garcia from Criminal Minds for an air ambulance company. Okay, so fast forward, I moved to... uh, to the other coast of Florida, and eventually found myself working at the private airport here in my city as a customer service coordinator. Basically, I am a server on golf cart wheels for the 1% of America, which oddly <laughs> enough is more people than you'd think. <laughs> uh, I am the first smiling face that the plane sees. I handle their catering, their laundry, wash their dishes, and order their lab and fuel needs. All that awesome stuff. However, at the end of the day, I really do love this dynamic environment and the relationships with both the pilots and passengers that come and go. It's a truly unique experience. Cool. Isn't that crazy? That's I know. Stup- I know. Like, you didn't even know this kind of stuff existed. Like, just like a teeny tiny private airport. You, so Yeah. Yeah. Concierge, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So, regarding your invitation to potentially join an episode about the experience of rejoining the restaurant world, consider me completely humbled and 100% on board if when you feel the time is right. Furthermore, your sentiments on the recent catering gig and the mentality that was felt behind it is definitely relatable. I go back to the restaurant with such a relaxed state of mind, even when being berated by customers. (laughs) Anyway, thank you again for the shout out. I look forward to hearing more of what you have and also reviewing some older episodes. And as always, Godspeed and good tips and happy holidays. And that's from Monica.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's really nice. (laughs) I, like when I first read this uh, basically email from her, I missed the pre-med part because I was like air ambulance and food service. What the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, ah, okay, got it. Because like, obviously there's air ambulance, which is an actual service that right. has a lot to do with, I guess, transporting. I don't know. I, I don't know the. Anyways, but there's got to be another way to get into service. If you're a service industry person, we're like, yeah, like be like, not having to go up in the air with the people, but being on the ground, the prep person who then, like she said, you're, you're showing up to the, you know, to the door when the plane lands and just kind of, yeah, servicing the plane. And it sounds kind of awesome. Like you get your job done, you know what it's going to look like every time. And, um, you kind of get to do service industry, but just deal with pilots. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that's, yeah. And and here you're just, yeah, it's, a niche, I mean, like she said, very, very niche, very small fries. Not, I mean, yeah, you know, but like smaller area. Um, Awesome. Great. Yeah. And I mean, I th- a lot of people seem really geeked about us doing an episode about reentering the workforce. It seems to be something that like everybody has done. And I guess I'm, yeah why we've never covered it, it amazes me, Brooke, that there's still so many things to talk about after all these years. It's pretty great. It's pretty
0: great. um, Well, any thoughts on any and all of the above, uh, you can send them our way to sideworkpod at gmail.com.
1: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery.
0: Look around; you can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait, Auto Trader.
1: Topic of the day. This is fun. This is
0: fun. I, I kind of, you know, I was like, there. I know for a fact, being from. Michigan, where we used to go to a town called Frankenmuth where also, uh, the band, um, what's the Led Zeppelin cover, cover band. They're from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Okay. Um, which is so weird to be from there, but it's really cool.
1: Uh,
0: oh I, God, I can't, it'll come to me in a minute, okay. but, um,
1: where is, is Led- it in the, in, in Michigan? Uh, yeah, it's
0: a little, I want to say mid, mid Michigan sort of, it only takes about an hour or so to get there, but you definitely from where I live, uh, and more southeast, my parents are you kind of drive north and then a little more in inward in mm-hmm. the state okay okay, um, okay. but that whole area too of of um, Michigan has you know a lot of people from Holland and then this whole area is known as little Bavaria. Oh so cool, the whole cool so it's it's a lot like solving here in California where it's very Bavarian. it's very Dutch it's got the whole like it's like windmills everywhere and all the beautiful chalets. Um, anyway, so just being from a state that has a year round holiday town, I was like, why don't we see what else is out there, baby? And we'll get into actual, um, Frankenmuth in a minute. But, uh, since we did record an episode and didn't get to wish anyone a happy Hanukkah, we know it's over Mm -hmm, already. We're sorry. Uh, (laughs) I did research and find out that there are tons of Hanukkah themed bars that might be Hanukkah themed year round. And there were so many fun pop ups. Please let us know if you went to such a thing or work at such a thing. Uh, this one is amazing. I don't know if you saw if you're looking at this Thrillist article. Mm-hmm. Um Basically, you know, Hanukkah cocktails aplenty made with manischewitz, and I don't know if you say slivovitz plum brandy. There are dreidels to spin while you drink, and greasy latkes to nosh on. Nice. Um, at this place called Maccabees, and uh, I didn't know if I said that right, but I think it's Maccabees. Do you?
1: Uh, yeah, it looks like Maccabees is pretty pretty right to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but there's this place called Kaivy and Coheny.
1: I. Now, here's where my,
0: you know, Jewish accent goes right out the window. Um, But this place, I think this is also in New York City. Oh, this one was in D.C. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. That place sounds so fun. Um, Basically, anyone who's uh, being, like they said, a Hebrew humbug, the bar set up a complaint line um, and basically... (laughs) This is my favorite tagline. Due to this totally sacrilegious nature of this bar, all complaints may be sent to rabbibedin at ivyandcony.com, which is amazing. But they have, um, they engineered their entire shot ski called the shot Nora oh It's my a giant God. menorah
1: and that everybody allows does like eight- one of the. <laughs>
0: exactly you get to do the eight, eight shots for the eight nights of Hanukkah and you can all knock it back together at once which I think is hilarious and brilliant that's amazing
1: now I just want latkes I haven't eaten yet today and like I want like a full-on like we actually for Christmas Eve we are doing like a little vodka spread we're gonna kind of make everything in one area is gonna be like a little nice. vodka area yeah, yeah yeah I know just like all the fun toppings I know I know so good
0: I don't know if any of these others stuck stuck out to you, but there's one here um, in Los Angeles called Busby's. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a Hanukkah pop up that's happening right now. We still have time to make it. Um, Oh, my God, this is great. They have a trivia night called Did You Know? (laughs) They do (laughs) Jewy and not so Jewy bar trivia, which I think is amazing. You can test your knowledge and prove yourself a maven of Yiddish minutiae as you'd partake in complimentary complimentary drinks and Hanukkah eats, which they're guessing once again is latkes. (laughs) That's
1: amazing. I mean, I just think there's a bunch. There's a couple in San Francisco. There's one called Deck the Halls in San Francisco. Um, you know, they do a lot of, again, Menashevit Space cocktails. Menashevit's um, like, cobbler. I mean, it's a pop-up. You're getting, like, basically uh, a temporary vacant bar that teams up um, and set up a space that's like, you know, they kind of make a toy store meets a comfy lodge meets a, meets a penguin paradise is what they do. Uh, making it perfect place for bay area hebrews to schmooze over a mixture of manischewitz uh shit it? i uh, is i'm uh, i'm saying this wrong with sherry you help me um i don't know how orange to orange and simple syrup in the cocktail i can't pronounce it uh, uh, yeah that
0: sounds great this, this one that sounds, sounds great super too. fun and you know what I like about this too, because this is such a New York City thing. So this other, even though this bar called Miracle on 7th in Washington, D.C., the whole vibe there, which I love, is it's a basically an interfaith, mixed faith hangout and celebration. So I also think this is really great. Like if you... Many people are like, I don't celebrate either, but I want to do something because everyone's gone over the holidays. Oh, yeah. But so they... Isn't this so great? So they do Chinese food and a movie, which is a total take on the informal Jewish tradition of basically going to the movies and eating Chinese food when uh, when the Gentiles celebrate Christmas.
1: That's super awesome. There's this other pop-up bar that's like, it's not Hanukkah related, but they do a holiday stuff only because they're doing a recent, they did Home Alone where they're playing, they play a movie and then they any, anything that like a character eats in a movie they like bring to you to eat so like you're oh. eating the food in the movie and they just did home alone and they did other ones that are like not christmas related but there's one in new york and then there's one here so we should try and go hell yeah yeah don't leave i'm sad you're leaving for the holidays no well, the, the home alone is totally sold out so we'll have to go to like one like after the holidays i, I did already look into it <laughs> okay all right yeah
0: all right, i'm we'll only gone for five back.
1: days by the way <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, all right. I thought that was so rad. Uh so hope you guys all had a lovely Hanukkah. Um now moving into the territory where I'm really confident mm. pronouncing words, mm-hmm. um fucking <laughs> Christmas baby. Um so this is to get back into Frankenmuth in Michigan. Um so this whole place my parents were there yesterday my mom was not answering texts I was getting so mad at her and she's like we're at we're at Bronner's we're at Bronner's which is the world's largest Christmas store nice it 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 was of course si- um designed with alpine architecture like a chalet uh-huh. the building is 7.3 acres with landscaped grounds Oh, you have to like put on your fucking track shoes to go hang out at Bronner's. You do so much walking. You get your ten thousand. Are is know, there steps. a
1: restaurant in it? Like, is there are there food options? So not where where they
0: sell the Christmas related stuff. That's all concentrated on your decorations, your uh-huh. ornaments, your trees, and then Bavarian the Bavarian Inn. Is adjacent That's what we would do We would go It like for me I always remember Not liking it It's overwhelming Now that I realize I have like You know ADHD situations And panic disorder You're like Why am I
1: spinning out And feel like Like the whole world's Crushing in on me On this store right now (laughs) absolutely hate that place. And then
0: we would go have to sit and have a chicken dinner at the Bavarian Inn with my grandparents. And that place was like so boring for kids. I, as an adult now, I would find it very charming. Um, but it's crazy because like, oops, let me get this out of there. It's crazy because I think they were saying like, um, this, uh, Oh, in 2018, there were over 350 huge decorated Christmas trees inside which is like so many. Imagine that being your job year round. But um I mean it's it's kind of something to behold and you can do it
1: all year long, baby. I do wonder how how they do like I mean cuz people obviously are coming in in like the summer and July and they I you wonder kind of like with the what the town is like, you know, in the summer months and if everybody really, like, starts to feel the spirit when the temperature starts to change and they know they're going to gear up for the
0: busy season. like hey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I think you would just, like, when you live there, you're just like, oh, God, it's Christmas year-round here. That could be fun to have, like, a maybe a holiday movie about living in a town where it's the holidays Christmas all year-round.
1: Year there might be a mm-hmm. Hallmark movie. There could be a Hallmark mm-hmm. movie that's already been made. We should look.
0: Um, but no, yeah, no. shout out Shout out Frankenmuth, Michigan um, So this I found out Which is kind of weird uh, The website is already taken down So I don't know if this casino <laughs> Still exists <laughs> But uh, supposedly In Colorado There is a Christmas themed casino hmm. Year round That's um,
1: not a terrible idea Like Santa's like like Casino and palace Or whatever that is not a bad idea at all.
0: Yeah, and I, I brought it up, and I don't even know what else to say because I was going to give you more intel on it, and the website is not activated. I'm Maybe they're in some sort of trouble. Let's I don't see. know. I'm just going to
1: Google it right now and see what we can yeah. find. Yeah, thanks. Get I on ju- it, would you? I mean, I feel, is it the Christmas casino, Star Rising casino? I mean, here's, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, all right, here's one. It's holiday decor they got a market and village and live reindeer, I and maybe just a little casino other than that. It doesn't seem like it's very I don't know how big it is. Yeah, and it's brand
0: new, which is weird. I kind of want the Christmas themed thing to have been around for a
1: long time, but yeah, for sure. I mean, I really think I think Vegas needs to step their shit up and have a Christmas themed casino. And it could look like I'm talking about like, what would it look like on the outside? You have the Luxor that looks like a big pyramid. You know, Luxor is like pretty shitty these days. Like I just (laughs) like I, 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 I've been looking. There's this there's a you know, there's an Instagram page for everything. And there's a woman who's local to Vegas and she goes and rates and reviews rooms and she takes her little blacklight with her to check and see how Mm. disgusting the rooms Uh, really are. And she did the Luxor on one, and it was not good. And it's like you, and you can still get rooms there. I think you can get rooms for like thirty dollars a night there. You know what I mean? That's how bad it is. But look, you already have the potential with the shape of the Luxor to like kind of turn it into a Christmas it's tree. A tree is yes. what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> so if there needs to be a revitalization and like someone needs to rebrand and take over. I really do think if you put like a star right on top of the the pyramid and turn it green, it could turn into a Christmas themed casino very, very easily.
0: Wow. You're welcome. You're You're welcome. welcome. We don't deserve Andrea. We don't deserve her. Well, moving on, we'll just kind of wrap up with my favorite things in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these places I've not been to, but now I want to go to in Nashville, Tennessee. There's a spot called Santa's Pub. Oh yeah, and it's it's housed in a double wide wide trailer. Perfect. Uh, cash only it's the real deal it's been there like it's a true dirty ass dive bar they op- are open until 3 a.m every night and they basically do karaoke until 3 a.m which and, you know yeah, yeah. damn well that that's something you and
1: I are all about uh and you can still smoke inside so yeah <laughs> I mean this is I'm like what is it Christmas like to 1999 like that's what it reminds me of yes <laughs> yes 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 um and then we I don't think we went together did we go to Lala's I, little nugget in Austin I think I feel like we did or you talked about it like I really I feel like we must okay.
0: have well this is an amazing place that's been in Austin Texas for 50 years owned by Lala um who her last name oh my god I'm so sorry I just forgot her last name La anyways um I'll look that up in a minute, but she opened the bar. It's been there for 50 years. Opened in 1972. It's an amazing Christmas-themed dive bar in in Austin. She passed away a few years ago, but some other like another bar group who own some places like the Mean-eyed Cat, which is a place I love. So mm-hmm. they're, like they're good bar owners. Swooped in, bought it, changed barely a few things, but basically are keeping the spirit of the place alive, even though she passed away and opened a second location in South Austin called Lala's South Pole. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Cool. Um but this is great. So when when you go to like, it's Christmas year round. They do like spiked hot chocolate with little mini marshmallows in it. Like you can get this in the blazing hot heat of an Austin summer, which I freaking love. It's a dark cave, obviously decked out with all the coziness of the holidays. Um, and so basically this article, I'll just uh, touch on this real quickly. Um, they went in to interview one of the bartenders and part owners, and they're basically like, all right tell us the true story about how this year round Christmas bar called Lala's Nugget came to be. And basically the bartender is like, okay, I'll tell you all three rumors, but I'm not going to tell you which one is <laughs> oh, true. <that's> fun. <laughs> so fun. And this is our lovely little holiday tale we'll end on. He said, we just like to let people discern which one they want to believe. And that's the spirit of this holiday season. Um, so basically the first one is the most well known that Francis that her son left for Vietnam right before Christmas. She promised not to take down the decorations in the bar until he came from came home from the war, but he never returned so the decorations never came down. Hayes Carl wrote a song about it called Jesus and Elvis and Kenny Chesney covered it and made it a top 10 hit on
1: the country chart. Mm. OK, mm-hmm. you know, this is like this is like a real wait, wait, don't tell me situation, you know? I'm yes. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. The owner's
0: name was Francis Lala. Her oh, last got name it. Is Lala. Gotcha. OK. So the second story is that Francis's husband left her right before Christmas and she fell into a depression and didn't come to work for a long time. Two or three months go by before she get herself together to get back into the bar and her staff, not knowing what to do, had left the decorations up and agreed to make it this uh make it like this warm comfortable vibe that cheered
1: everyone up so they kept all the decorations in place mm. Do you want to do the final rumor? Sure. The final rumor is that uh, for her first Christmas running Lala's, she put up a lot of decorations. And then when she took them down in January, the place looked naked. You know how that can happen when you take your oh, yeah. decorations down. It's called it's called a decoration shop. Ah, yes. So she put them up back, uh, put them back up straight away and then decided that that would stay that way forever. And even though it's a nightmare to dust, those decorations stayed ever since. I mean I think with it's that, that one. one yeah for sure the other one are too it, sad
0: <laughs> right and I think it brings us back to especially when COVID hit in March in 2020 everyone basically went into the garage like their grabbed their, their tree <laughs> and put. yeah you're like we're stuck inside yeah I want to be cozy this is a nightmare and I just love that she's someone who pioneered that vibe she's a legend I got to meet her years ago I've had drinks there oh a Elijah Wood was there when I was, uh, having a drink. Nice. Um, it's, it's, it's a really, really great spot. And now there are two of them in Austin, Texas. So Lala's nugget, if you ever get the chance to go, it's such a kick-ass bar. So
1: I don't know. I feel full of holiday cheer. How about you? I feel super full of holiday cheer. I'd like to be full of liquid holiday cheer after yeah, and reading you want, about all and, these, you know. And, and we were talking about latkes. Yeah, I know. Lodkas and holiday lodkas cheer. and cocktails. Yes, please. Uh, like,
0: you need to stop fasting while we pop.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. I really do. <laughs> it's okay. I have like another hour and then I can go for it, guys. Then I can eat. Sweet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, from us to you, happy holidays, you guys. Uh, We appreciate you listening as always. You know, we appreciate all the server submitted stories you send our way. Send more, if you will. Um, And all your lovely comments and, you know, compliments we've gotten through the year. Wouldn't you say, Brooke? Yes.
0: Happy holiday to you all. We will be back um, with more episodes through the end of the year. Until then, you know what we say. Godspeed. And good tips. And to all a good. Go to Lala's. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car right in your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time?